Are we both wearing white t-shirts? I think we are. Oh, we've coordinated. Call the fashion cops. <laughs> Dave and Scarlett are wearing white. Because we're pure queens. <laughs> anyway, how's your life? Yeah, it's good. How's yours? Yeah, it's been better. <laughs> oh, really? In what way? Yeah. Just, just, just shit. I'm just bored of... I feel like we're just existing at the moment. It's not really living, is it? But then also yeah. I understand that we can't live, whereas other people would just take that as, I'm bored, I'm going to go and fucking lick the guy who's standing next to me at the bar who probably hasn't washed his hands since 1997. I'm not up for that, but I, I just feel like there's no future. <laughs> <laughs> God, she's she's hit a new low. That's a depressing start, isn't it? <laughs> should yeah. we start? With, should we record a podcast now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When somebody says to you, someone you don't know, they're like, "So what? What? What do you do?" I just suddenly panic. I know that there'll be a tirade of, "What have I seen you in?" When I make the mistake of telling somebody that I'm an actor. And they'll just look at me and go, what's your real job? Right then, folks. What'll it be? And we're off. Hello, Scarlett. Hello, David. We rehearsed that. It's <laughs> just about the only thing. <laughs> All right, so are you ready? Um, if you start playing the piano or the organ after three, one, two, three. We are gathered here today to witness the matrimony. Oh, no, God, that, and that sounds like we're getting married. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. I was trying to think of something where it was like, to, we are witnessed. We are witnessed. We are here today to commemorate the second episode of two actors walk into a bar podcast Ta-da. yeah welcome back everyone <laughs> <laughs> how much have you had to drink already nothing oh this there's, is you sober there's a little beer here it is a bex today oh we've upgraded from fosters to bex la dee da speaking of this fucking beer and fucking it is i'm was last night right so everybody has their down days don't they like yesterday Hmm. i just everything i touched seemed to go to shit i should have just not even woken up i should have just slept right through so i thought to myself we had pizza on order cheeky dominoes turning up naughty naughty um and i thought to myself while that's on its way I'll pop to Sainsbury's and purchase some alcohol. Otherwise, I'll be getting on the Baileys again because that's all I had in. Um, So off I go to Sainsbury's in my little car. And I get there, go around the shop, grab what I wanted, the the absolute essentials being a six-pack of Bex and five bags of sweets. Oh, and a bottle of Jack Daniels for my boyfriend's stepdad. Okay, so just a, a simple a simple task. I walk up to the conveyor belt. There's only one woman on last night. Like, obviously, it was like half past eight at night. I walk up to the conveyor belt, pop the pack of Bex down, 
and two of them just fall out and smash on the floor. Oh, no. I am literally stood there in a fucking puddle of beer. It's all up my legs. There's green glass everywhere. And and then... Right, so it gets better. The woman that was... Sorry, that was really unhelpful, moving away from the mic while I was talking. Um, <laughs> the woman that was going to serve me has gone... Well done. Honestly, what? I was about to pick up the broken bottle and like, on guard. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought, I was like, and she was quite old as well. Like, I'm not being ageist here, but I was like, seriously? That is so rude. I was ready to tell her to fuck off, to be quite frank, but there we are. Um, and then the woman that she was serving, who was there with her granddaughter, was like, you're smashing them now and and you've not even had a drink yet. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, I was mortified anyway, for obvious reasons. But fuck off. I don't need you fucking commentating on it, you horrible old bitch. And, and then <laughs> I'm like, just stood there and I literally just looked at looked at my feet. Like I said, it had been a crappy day anyway. I've, I've just like looking at my feet, just surrounded in beer. And I was just like, fuck my life. This sums it up. This is... An extended metaphor for my existence. Just to sort of wallow in a bit more self-pity. You know how it is. Um, and then I, like, she's like, the woman that was working on the till or whatever, was like, Becky, can you come over and clear this up, please? There's beer all over the floor. And, like, because everybody is obviously kicked out of pubs at 10, it's a Saturday night, they obviously mm. thought I was already, like, intoxicated. So... I felt like a bit of a mug, I'm not going to lie. So I just made up this long, elaborate lie about how it was a gift for somebody and, and like, it, I, I might have felt less embarrassed if it was actually for me. It was for me, but it wasn't for last night, God. And then I just, what a tangent. And and there's all these people queuing up behind me. I'm like, what, can't you fucking see? There's beer all over the floor. If you want to traipse your trolley through it and your small children, then come along. Like, does my head in. People are just, like... If they had a brain, they'd be dangerous. I I was already embarrassed that I'd made such a muggler of myself by splashing my feet and doing a little puddle dance in beer. But and bless the girl that cleared it up. God, this is going on forever. Um, the, girl that, <laughs> <laughs> the girl that cleared it up was like, hello. She was like, don't worry. Would you like some more? She was like, I'll just call through and get somebody to go and grab you some more. She couldn't have been more lovely. And like got down on her hands and knees and was picking this glass up. And I was so apologetic. So I was, I was so mortified that, but it was just because of the crappy cardboard boxing. It wasn't even as though I was sloshed. <laughs> I think I'm just digging myself a hole now. <laughs> Nobody's going to believe it for a second. And then you got back in your car and swerved home. Yeah. And then heard the bottles go clink, 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 clink. I thought, oh, fuck's sake, don't tell me they're pissing out all over the boot floor. Brilliant. <laughs> ah, and then I got home to, to pizza. So It's not all bad then. It's not all bad. Anyway, thanks for listening to episode two of Two Actors Walking to a Bar podcast. I've been Dave McCulloch, <laughs> Scarlett Bryan. Oh. <laughs> uh. What are you on today? I have got a proper job. It's an IPA. I know. It's a Cornish IPA. Here we go. Oh, Christ. I went on. 
I, I got into it because I went on holiday with my girlfriend Hannah to Cornwall last week, which was really nice. Um, her parents have a flat out there that we stayed in, and it's just there's like five pubs in like the like a meter radius from the flat. It's brilliant. Literally right up your street. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I pretty much drunk the same thing in every one, but. Still, it's a nice atmosphere. There's different settings, different views. Sometimes you can see the sea. Other times you feel like you're boxed in a little room. And other times you walk in and people just turn and stare at you like, you don't belong here. <laughs> it was really nice. It was very nice and relaxing. Mm. I've been stuck at home since March. Because I should be... I, well, I work in an office, like on my normal job as it were uh but because of like you know covid and stuff at the time of recording we are still in the midst of a global pandemic the covid19 fiasco going on and i'm sure by the time this episode comes out we'll still be in the middle of that pandemic and lockdown and who knows maybe we'll be in tier one to 500 or there'll be a national lockdown or we'll all be dead who knows there's no escape (laughs) but um (laughs) the problem with working from home it's not so much working from home as it is living at work. So even when I'm not working, I can't really relax because, you know, because the two worlds have collided, home and work. So going mm. somewhere else and being able to actually put my feet up and relax and not have to worry about work or be in any vicinity where I was working, it was really nice Yeah, and peaceful. It sounds it. I am... Um... I do think there's a lot of people that have probably, for the first part of it, were like, oh my God, look at all this money I'm saving. I'm not mm. having to pay to park. I'm not having to pay for travel, blah, 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 blah. I've, I've got the convenience of just literally being at home all the time, but then there's no escape from work, is there as well? I think that can sort of become a bit wearing. You can't get away from yeah. the laptop, so people can constantly get hold of you. <laughs> <laughs> And it was quite nice to start with because I could wake up and go, oh, I've got to do the commute to work and just walk out of the bedroom into the other room and open up the laptop and I'm at work. It's brilliant. And I I don't miss the travel and the fact that most of my day was spent sat in a car on the M3 just going, fucking hell, kill me now. I wish I could work from home. No, even worse when it's like raining or thunder yeah. or, or snow interesting i wonder if we'll get any of that this year just to just to round things off in a nice little bow (laughs) are you not a fan of snow well like it just i was when i was younger and you sort of got to play in it and what have you but it it sort of somehow becomes an inconvenience because you can't go anywhere or do anything or it causes crashes and people die (laughs) what did i laugh (laughs) Um, we actually, speaking of Cornwall and speaking of snow, uh, a couple of years ago, I was still at university at the time, um, we'd gone down to Cornwall to visit Liam's dad and stepmom, um, and, uh, they, it, it started snowing when we were there and we actually got, like, stuck. There was, like, it, all the traffic ground to a halt in this really heavy snow, um, mm. And it was pretty scary. I remember ringing my dad and I was like, hi, um, we've only got to Paynton on the way home, which is obviously nowhere near home. Um, and and we're stuck. Everything's ground to a halt. Um, there's a 
like snow plow slash salt distributor thingy on the other side of the motorway but we're stuck on on the side that everything's just stopping people are getting out of their cars and having a wee and things and i was like this isn't good <laughs> we're that's stuck what, that's what adults do when it's snowing it's like oh, i can piss in it i can write my yeah. name in the snow <laughs> well mainly mainly adult men i don't it might be a bit trickier for women to write their mm, name yeah. in the snow be more of a sort of splash snow splash <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember ringing my dad and he was like, have you got anything to drink or eat in the car? I was like, we've got a few fans, cans of Foster. Foster? <laughs> Fosters, God. I've only had the one. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got a few cans of Fosters and and a couple of bags of crisps or something. He was like, well, Liam can't drink that. He's driving. I was like, yeah, no shit. And then... Um, he then had a right go at me about how irresponsible we've been because he told us we should stay there. And I was like, but Liam needed to get back for work and I needed to get back for uni. And he was like, turn around when you can. And and that was just what we did. And then we went back and made our excuses to employers and university as to why we weren't coming in because we were stuck in snow in Cornwall. Another one for you, miss. Somehow this segues into the theme that we've actually prepared something for this episode. And there is a bit of a theme going scarlet's doing some kind of aerobics i can see on zoom at the moment what are you doing showing you my big muscles <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i just fancy the little dance what's the time you... quarter past two Oof. you may have guessed that we are quite exuberant people which helps because i mean scarlet would you describe yourself as an actor yeah yeah. More confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. But I don't know. Do you ever get that like when somebody says to you, someone you don't know, they're like, so what What? What do you do? See, I get quite, I, whenever I'm with like friends or if I'm at like a theatre event or an actor networking thing, which I haven't been to in years, when I'm with people of my own kind as it were so other <laughs> actors or arty people i'm fine telling them oh yeah i'm an actor but if i'm at any other event so say for instance like a family friends party or a works thing or uh, i don't know a church fate <laughs> oh yeah because you're always going to those <laughs> But if I'm at if I'm at some kind of event like that where I'm with strangers, I nearly said when I'm with grown-ups then. But it's kind of like when you're a kid and you're at parties with grown-ups, you feel a bit like I still get that feeling of anxiety when I'm around people like that because mm. whenever someone comes up to me and asks, "Oh, what do you do?" I just suddenly panic because in my head I'm thinking, "Oh, I'm an actor." But I don't want to say that to them because I've found over the years, I've get asked one of three questions and they are there to me. They're the most common questions us actors get asked. And they're also three of the most irritating. <laughs> so we're going to ask them to each other today <laughs> and oh, explore brilliant. that. I think I agree, though. I'm as nervous about it purely for the fact that I know what 
what's coming. I know that mm. there'll be a tirade of, oh, what have I seen you in? Yeah, that is, that's the big one for me, that question. When you say to someone, I'm an actor, and they respond with, oh, would I have seen you in anything? And that <laughs> question pisses me off, because if you have to ask, have I seen you in anything, you've answered that question. The answer's no, you haven't, okay? <laughs> Yeah, or the... I don't know, did um, you watch that documentary about Hitler where and notice the silhouette of his valet or the hands of someone handing him milk and cookies? <laughs> you didn't? Oh, then you haven't seen me in anything then. I think that romanticised Hitler a little bit with the, with the milk and cookies. <laughs> That's what I had to do. I played Hitler's valet and I handed him a plate of milk and cookies. That does sound weird. That sounds so strange. Like... The thought of Hitler, he's like, hmm, how can I compl- complete? How can I, I don't know, is it genocide when it's... Yeah, yeah genocide, it is, that was it? what Hitler yeah. was really how into. Can I, how can I commit complete genocide of an entire race of people and if they're not blonde and blue-eyed and Aryan and what have you, then we don't want them. But get me my milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking insane. What the hell? <laughs> What a We've fun gone off fact. track. We started talking oh, yeah. about Hitler. God. Um, so, yeah, the what have I seen you in? Mm. And and then the next is like, they'll come up with a really obscure, um, oh, I don't know, something like, oh, my favourite play was Metamorphosis by Stephen Burkhoff. Um and then, and then you sort of scratch the surface of that because you you actually perhaps know the play, mm. and they're like, "Oh, I only studied it in year nine. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's just the only play you fucking know. And no, I'm not going to have been in it. It's about a boy called Gregory who turns into a beetle. Spoiler alert for anyone that's not seen Metamorphosis. He's called Gregor, I think. But anyway, yeah, cut the spoilers. <laughs> but like, I don't know what people expect when they ask actors that question of, "Have I seen you in anything?" Do you expect me to go, why, yes, I'm Captain America. I was in Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> don't you know? Why does it always come back to Colin Firth, goddamn? I just can't help myself. But yeah, I get that question a lot and it really annoys me. And the thing is, when you have to say to someone, no, or you go through things that you've been in, which you know full well that the person asking the question hasn't seen at all, there's that level of disappointment when they're like, oh, Okay, not really an actor then, are you? It's like, oh, fuck off, you old Mm. bastard. I I think perhaps as well, if you're completely up front, you don't have to then endure the the next question because we all know these questions, Mm. but it's just dependent on, on who's delivering them, I suppose, because they're so outlandish sometimes. Um... I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sure you've got a few up your sleeve. So the second question, this I get asked not only by strangers who have asked me, what do I do? And I say I'm an actor, but I also get asked this a lot because I work, because I I mentioned earlier, I work in an office um, and I've worked in a few offices in my time. And the people that I've worked with there will often ask this question, which is, you got any more plays coming up? Or you got any more work coming up at all? And it's like, no, but thanks for <laughs> reminding me that I'm an unemployed actor. 
<laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I mean, think yourself lucky. You you at least do have a a job job. Um, Sometimes it's after I've done a show or I've just finished a show, and it's like someone will ask me, "Great, when's the next one?" Then I'm like, "Calm down, I've just gotten this one, and it took a hell of a lot of effort to get this in the first place." Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, that there's like a you don't need to be sensitive about an actor's situation. You're you're the mm. nosiest fecker you want to be, and that's just fine. Whereas, like for example, if you lost your job job, um. Nobody would be like, so when you're sorting out the next one, best get yourself off to the job centre. But yeah. they would be like, but you better ring up Emmerdale and get yourself a little jobby on that. <laughs> like, that's just, oh, yeah, I've got them on speed dial. Hold on a sec. <laughs> got any room in the Dingle family? <laughs> I got asked questions like that before I even became a professional actor because I used to work in a supermarket and sometimes I was forced into conversations with customers i never slow clapped if any of them broke any <laughs> bottles on the ground or anything that's ridiculous like i would have gotten in so much trouble if i was just like well done yeah. you mean you that's you, that's what count. you think that's like your inside voice you just mutter twat <laughs> under your breath but you don't say it out loud to the customer <laughs> But sometimes, because I was a student back then, and people would ask, oh, what are you studying? And I would be like, oh, I'm studying drama and media. And occasionally I'd pull the self-deprecating joke, two Mickey Mouse degrees for the price of one. Ha, 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 boom, boom. Yes, my degree's a joke, whatever. Um, (laughs) But sometimes when I mentioned that I studied drama, people would go, oh, have you ever tried, have you tried writing to EastEnders? You'd be good on EastEnders. I was like... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd never thought of writing to EastEnders. Get me out yeah. from behind this till. Get me on Albert Square. <laughs> I think this about... Um, so, obviously, we, we said a little bit, didn't we, about our first acting job together. Mm. My first acting job completely. And the amount of characters we had to play. And so the, the broad range of accents and voices that came with that. Um, I've had a few people say and and i what not offended in the slightest but like things like um oh that jodie coma she's good at accents have you seen her on killing eve she started on hollyoaks why don't you give them a call they'd love you give them a call where do you think these people's numbers are just easy to access don't you think that they'd have people calling them every hour of the fucking day if it was that simple (laughs) like what planet do you live on, please? <laughs> the people in the Hollyoaks office are like, oh, phone's been a bit quiet. I guess no actors want any jobs then. Oh, well. Get Jodie Comer back in. We'll rewrite her character. She's not doing much, is she? <laughs> yeah, well, like, um, the other thing, and I think we get this, I don't know, I don't I don't want to be ageist, David. You know I'm good at that. But, um, <laughs> like, the whole, ooh, BBC Three and E Four do a lot for for like younger people series, mm. so I I just don't know what they think think I'm gonna say like oh yeah I loved Skins back in the day I I'd love to be a recovering drug addict or play a really I don't even know sort of hard hitting pedophiles character I just what what 
Like, I don't remember I don't... that in Skins. <laughs> no, I don't remember that either. I was just trying to think of something else that was sort of a bit outrageous. Um, God, outrageous is not the word to be describing paedophiles, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Cut this, please. She's rambling. Get rid. Um, I don't know. what. Like, you are being typecast, or it's easy for people with the whole... The BBC Three and E4 and I don't know. They'd probably even say something like ITVB because that's where all the rea- reality shows are. You need to get yourself on one of those. <laughs> that's how people make it these days. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've just spent over 40 grand on a degree for you to tell me that my best route in will be through TOWIE. I don't even come from Essex. <laughs> <laughs> They should do one in the south of England. Have they got a reality? Because you've got Towie, Maiden, Chelsea. Um... Geordie Shaw. Why I? But they don't have one for like, <laughs> you know, they should do like, you know, Real Housewives of Hampshire or <laughs> The Only Way is Cornwall. That'd be good. Let's get a Cornish version. Another realm for your love. We've spoken a lot about Job jobs, <laughs> which, yeah, I mean, most actors I know have to have one or several other jobs uh, because acting's not the most lucrative business, especially not right now during um, mm. the pandemic and whatnot. But this leads nicely on to the third question, the third most asked question I get when I make the mistake of telling somebody that I'm an actor. And they'll just look at me and go, no, no, what's your real job? That is so rude. That is so rude. Like, do you have no conscience? Do you not hear yourself before you speak? Or, well, obviously yeah. not before, but while you speak. <laughs> Christ. No, what's your real job? Yeah, I've had that or some variation of that question be asked to me several times. And it's great. I love it. It's great fun. It's like, oh, yeah, thanks for that. I'm just trying to put everything I can into being an actor. But no, it's not real. It's not a real job. It's fake. Thanks so much. <laughs> it's like a, it's like the um, the verbal pat on the head. Like, oh, come on now. Pretty much, What's yeah. What's your real job? Talk about patronising. The thing is, like, oh, it's... it's usually in events where there are people I don't know and I've got to try and be an adult and I get asked these (laughs) questions about that and or and some there have been times where I'm just like I can kind of I'm quite a decent judge of character and there are times if someone asks me that I just think I I, I'm not even going to bother saying I'm an actor I'm just going to be like oh I work uh I work for the council and that ends that conversation right there it's like oh cool I work for I don't know, finance or some nonsense like that. And I'm like, cool, that's the end of an awkward conversation. I don't (laughs) want to have to justify myself to a strange boomer that I'll never see again in my life. (laughs) (laughs) A strange boomer. He's in there. He's just... A wild boomer appeared. (laughs) (laughs) David used shock. Boomer is confused. (laughs) Those are the three questions I tend to get on a regular basis. Well, I say on a regular basis, 
But whenever I'm in those situations where I have to say to a stranger, this is what my job David, is. David, you can't say regular basis. You've not left the house since March. <laughs> <laughs> but like, are there any other questions that you've gotten at all when you've made the mistake of telling someone that you're an actor? Mm. Um, for me, it was more, what are you doing after uni? Like, you've got this degree, but where's it going to actually take you? Yeah. Um, and And then... So what did you do a degree in? And then, yeah, it's drama. <laughs> and and some people, I've sort of been pleasantly surprised with the response. Like, oh, that'll get you a job in anything. Like, as long as you can speak to people, people really look for, or like employers really look for those sorts of skills. But you're surely not going to actually try and try and act, are you? Rude. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the the other side is like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're just trying to be encouraging. And so I shouldn't be quite so hard. But, um... oh, I'll see you on the West End then. Have you got any pictures from your portfolio? <laughs> You've just got no idea, have you? <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> have you had anyone, when you've said that your degree was in drama, have you had anyone respond to that by going, ah, you could be a teacher then? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had, although I don't know whether I just give off an immediate vibe of that I'm, I wouldn't be good with children. <laughs> Probably because I've like dropped the C bomb within thirty seconds of knowing someone. <laughs> but um, I thought you were going to say you dropped a child. <laughs> yeah, just there and then, just picked it up, threw it on the floor. Uh, no, that's that's sick. Um, it is a bit of a cliche, isn't it? Those that can't act teach. Um, we haven't admitted that yet. What, that we can't act or teach? Or both. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know, um, I don't even know if I could be a drama teacher. Do you know what I mean? Because people have said that as well, which is obvious, which is obvious. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, primary school, generally you have to be able to do a bit of everything, don't you? Mm. Um, but secondary school, A-level, even university, I suppose. But then... Then you've got to be, um, I was going to say practising, like it's some sort of religion. You've got to be researching constantly as well. Um, so that's that's not for me at the moment. Um, but I, I do sort of, you can specialise a bit more the further on in education you get. And so being a drama teacher, I just know full well that there was even people that we went to university with that would have rather been anywhere but in that lecture hall. And mm. and if you don't want to fucking be there at that point when you're actually paying for it, then just piss off because you're ruining it for everybody else. That was what I loved, actually, about university, was that if somebody was fucking about, the, the lecturers were like, I don't give a shit. I get paid whether you take notice or not. So if you mm. don't like it and you're just going to like not concentrate and read your phone or whatever your chat, then just fuck off. <laughs> I love that. I could do that, actually. I could do that. I think that's real. That's like um, actually treating humans like like they should be treated. Yeah, I feel like... If, if you don't if like I, it, fuck off. Yeah, if I did ever become a teacher or, you know, brave the education sector in my line of work, you, being a university lecturer would probably be the easiest because you can just be yourself. You don't have to put on this show for children. You don't have to fear for your life that they're gonna start a revolution and take over when you're at uni everyone's kind of <gasps> on the same level and everyone's like oh yeah. 
whatever, I don't really care, do what you want, but... <laughs> and if your students shit up. themselves, <laughs> and if your students <laughs> shit themselves, then you know that they just had a good night out. <laughs> Last orders at the bar. Last orders at the bar. I realised when I mentioned about the three primary questions that we get asked as actors... I mentioned that we were going to ask them to ourselves, but I don't really see much point because what have we seen each other in? We both did a show together. What have we got coming up next? Nothing. That's why we're doing a podcast. And finally, what's your real job? Well, I've mentioned several times I work in an office and your proper job job is... Sitting round on my bum all day and it gives me plenty of time to say, moo. No, that's a lie. Um, I... (laughs) I babysit my nephew um, three days a week. There you go. That is, that, that's all I do as of this COVID world. <laughs> there we go. Job done. Or indeed, job, job done. And of course, speak to the lovely David. That's my job, talking to you. <laughs> Sounds like you need help, doesn't it? Scarlett's actually my psychiatrist. <laughs> Fuck me. Why have I never thought about that? I could do drama therapy. <laughs> you say that as you're swigging a bottle of Bex. I'd make a great psychiatrist. Um, so last night, I thought it would be quite interesting to put something out on the Twitterverse. Um, you're such a I've nerd. Complete- <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I've- I'll start that again because I just forgot words just there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. I've had one beer and I don't know what words are anymore. He's on the Fanta fruit twist <laughs> now. <laughs> Living it large. Anyway, onwards, noble steed. So I went on Twitter and I said, calling all actors, what's the most annoying and or weirdest thing you've been asked by someone after you've told them you're an actor? And looking at this, the first one that I can see is from at KMC Gary Acts who is Kieran McGarry, who I went to uni with, funnily enough. Uh, And he just responded with, easy. Someone instantly asked if I had been naked on stage, and if so, where they could find it. No! Uh, I wonder how old said dirty person of the public was that asked that question. I feel like we should ask Kieran, did he ever audition at the Young Vic when Kevin Spacey was artistic director? (laughs) See, I was more envisaging, like, a little old woman that's got a penchant for a young man. (laughs) Is that on record, dear? (laughs) So when I put that tweet out, I expected to get, like, maybe five or six responses or a few little questions that we haven't already said in the podcast. But turns out I've got loads of responses from people. So many, in fact that we're going to have to extend this to a part two and spend another episode diving into these weird and wonderful questions that, honestly, I'm flabbergasted and baffled that people have actually had the audacity to ask other actors. <laughs> like, some of them are really shocking. I, I love how modest you are. Like, I expected to get, you know, six or... Or seven responses. But turns out I'm quite the big cheese in the actors' networking platform of Twitter. (laughs) Everybody follow me. But I thought, you know, 
rather than tease the audience and then just leave them without anything, I thought we could dive into one particular category. Porn comes up a lot from various people. <laughs> if you could wow. see Scarlett's face right now. Or, or, or porn or something relating to sex and or nudity. Everyone's minds are in the gutter when it comes to the actors and actresses of the world. <laughs> so I thought we'll, we'll start off strong and we'll, we'll go for that. This is a question. <laughs> this is from at Teresa Teo, um, who was asked by someone full time proper actress or just a hobby. And would you take your clothes off for a role or would you need to get a body double? Well, even if you were going to leave it at the really interfering question of would you would you take your clothes off for a role? Is that what it was? Yeah. Would, would you get naked for a role? That's bad enough. But to say, or would you need a body double? I don't think that's like a, or would you not take your clothes off? I think that's like a, or are you not confident enough to take your clothes off? Do you have odd tips? <laughs> so rude uh, do you have hairy nipples and if so would you need a body double by the way i'm not saying there's anything wrong with hairy nipples <laughs> david owns a pair himself i do have hairy nipples. <laughs> anyway let's my nipples aside <laughs> but like it's it's mostly from female actors who responded to my tweet that have had questions relating to porn be asked to them by certain people so there's this one from at miss melty cat by the way some of your twitter handles are brilliant and this one is one of my favorites um one of the questions she got asked was "Ooh, an actress a eh? porn i mean that's where all actresses start am i right i think i think like there's maybe a mainstream opinion of actors actresses being a bit flighty that I didn't realise before becoming one, it would have had no, made no difference to be honest, whether I thought people thought that or not. But like I would say as well um, but there's a particular internet site (laughs) that you can upload your acting CV to that will there's some sort of algorithm according to your details and they will send you jobs to apply for and on a few occasions and there is a little tick box at the end one of the very last questions you're asked is something like are you dbs checked and then the other is um would you perform nude yeah and the options come in a drop down box there yes no or only professionally i think Mm. Well, why are you saying yes to it? I think you're on the wrong site if you're not doing it professionally anyway. I don't know. Maybe that's... Maybe I'm a bit of a prude. (laughs) I don't think I'm a fucking prude. You've all listened to me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But also, I have been sent... And I'd put no. I'd put no. I wouldn't perform nude. Mm. Because, I don't know, that's just me. Um, And I have been sent quite a few emails for job castings which are like i can't think of a title it will get far too x-rated for me to (laughs) to say that out loud but it's like when you look at the character options it's like um the flirty mom Mm. or 
his dirty sister. I'm like, this is not what I fucking pay a subscription for. Thank you very much. I just, but then maybe that's because people think, oh, well, these actors, if they're not getting normal work, they'll try their hand at anything. A hand job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. But it seems like looking through all the responses that I've had from people, and it is it is mostly from women, is that guys will make inappropriate comments and be like, oh, you're an actress, that means you do porn. Or something like that. Um, like, there's there's another one from at Anna Flink underscore, um, who said, at work, my boss disclosed Anna does acting, which I didn't, she didn't want to tell anyone at work that she did. And one male colleague said, yeah, really, I do porn too. Ha 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 ha. In front of everyone. And after that, everyone kept asking, how's the porn going? No, that is so, I mean, so wrong. straight up, there's nothing wrong if you are a porn actor. Fair play to you. You're providing a service mm-hmm. to many a people uh, <laughs> who need it. <laughs> who need it? <laughs> well, people are in lockdown. There are single people in lockdown right now. So, you know, think about them. <laughs> Don't think about them, actually, because, well... We... <laughs> We now know what they're doing. <laughs> David, you know I have a vivid imagination. Why do you have to say these things? <laughs> oh. But yeah, that seems to be a common topic. Yeah, like if you're a if you're a sex worker and that's how you you pay for your car insurance and and your your broadband and landline telephone, then you do you. That's fine. But I think just sort of blanketing any person that performs in front of a camera as getting their crutch out for a living then it's, it's a little harsh <laughs> maybe that's why they ask what have i seen you in <laughs> it's like huh, i recognize you from somewhere yeah i don't want to be rude and ask you straight up like are you in porn because i i'm sure i recognize your face <laughs> maybe if i sort of cover you in some of this cake icing i'll i'll recognize you a cake little more <laughs> What kind of porn do you watch? Well, I, was... I was thinking, like, it would be white and... Oh, my sticky. God. Right, let's move on from porn. <laughs> but, hey, uh, if you're if you're a guy listening and a woman comes up to you and you get in a conversation and they reveal that they're an actor, don't be a dick and ask if they do porn, all right? I think it's just people's dirty minds, you know, because even if it's not porn, then I have had this question... Like, oh, so what would you do in a sex scene? What what happens then? I've never been asked that, but you have. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the difference between being an actor and a... Well, I'd still call myself an actor because I can do man's parts too. Fucking hell. And on that note, we'll end <laughs> the episode there. For God's sake. Anyway, oh. so tune in next week, everyone, for part two of this thing that we're doing (laughs) you're selling it you're selling it (laughs) i'm really selling it so next week we'll be diving in to all the after previously talking about porn and sexual (laughs) references he goes for dive Mm. (laughs) and i'm the one with the dirty mind right (laughs) oh join us next just oh i've lost the will to live just just please just just join us next week it'll be it'll be good right that's it we're done ta-da What are you two still doing here? Go on, sling your hook. Bye, Dave.
Bye, Scarlett. And big thank you to Rotaries for our soundtrack and Megan Siggers for our artwork. And a massive thanks to all of you listening to us waffling on. Find us on, uh, you know, the social medias. Give us a like, a follow, a nudge, a poke, all those things. We love it. And subscribe to us because we need validation.